0: Hi, it's the CHGO Blackhawks podcast. I had to change it up. I realized I do the same thing every day. You scared me. I was like, wait,
1: wait, wait, wait. did something go wrong?
0: I'm Jay Zawoski with Greg Boyson and Mario Turbasi. We're presented by PointsBet. Use promo code CHGO when you sign up to get two risk-free bets up to $2,000. But that's not all. If you make a $50 or more first-time deposit, you'll receive a free CHGO membership that unlocks all of our great web content, and you'll even get a free shirt of your choice, like my CHGO Fire shirt here, from the CHGO Locker. So, recapping, two grand in free bets, a free CHGO membership, and a free t-shirt from the CHGO Locker, all for making a $50 or more first-time deposit at PointsBet. Thanks for joining us. It's Wednesday, so we will continue our player evaluations. Today, Kelvin DeHaan and uh, Alex DeBrinkit are on the docket. But first and foremost, happy anniversary, Hawks fans. Hey,
2: where were you seven years ago?
0: Seven years ago today, the Blackhawks hoist their third Stanley Cup in six years, uh, 2015, if you can't do the math, uh, (laughs) defeating the Tampa Bay Lightning. What's special about this one is the Hawks finally get to capture the Stanley Cup on United Center ice. And Mario, you just asked about what are your memories? Where were you on the night of uh, June 15th? Well, it was a dark and stormy night. It really was. <laughs> it, yes. re- it absolutely was. Um,
2: yes, I remember um, I was with a group of friends and uh, my wife. Uh, we were at the same bar that we were at in 2013 for the Game 6 clincher. So we thought, hey, Game 6, 2015, let's do it again. And uh, it, it, uh, it brought the same results. Um, and I'm, I am blanking on the name of the bar. It is now closed. It was on Irving park something saloon, um that narrows it down, yeah <laughs> uh, it'll come to me, but um yeah that's 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 where we were uh it was uh like i said yeah a stormy stormy night um but it was it was a fun night, and uh you know it was I remember that game being so tense because it was just each team had incredible chances back and forth and you know, you go back and you watch some of the highlights, and the Lightning could have been up two nothing, three nothing yeah. in the first period. There
1: was that Stamkos breakaway mm-hmm. early, in the yeah. second Period that just whoo. so
2: I, Duncan Keith and Patrick Kane—they were the goal scorers. They get a you know Keith especially gets a lot of the uh, the glory from that game. But hey, Corey Crawford shutout in a clinching cup clinching game. I mean that that's Very that's
1: Andre uh, Vasilevsky. That is
2: a a legacy cementer. So. Yep. It was it was a very fun night, and I am. Uh, thank you for bringing, uh, making me remember that night because I will now uh, do some uh, producing on the fly. I will send Joey a video of myself <laughs> from that night and uh, see if we can uh, see if we can play it here. So yeah, you guys, t- you guys, we'll, we'll talk talk amongst what yourselves. what was your what was your memory of 2015? Uh,
1: I was actually at the United Center that night as a fan. Uh, my mom had gotten uh, – she had a good re- uh, relationship with a ticket rep that would get her the uh, ADA section seats. And she's like, "I can; she can get one game per round. And she's like, I'm going to get game, like, three, guaranteed game. I was like, no, 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 get game six. She's like, why do I want to get game six? It might not happen. I go, 2010, they won it in game six. 2013, yeah. they won it in game It'll six. It'll happen. So she got that, and it was a really cool night because my, my parents were huge Hawks fans. They, they were going to the old stadium before they were married, dating in the 60s. They're the reasons I, I got in the hockey. Uh, my dad passed away in September of 2012. So we had gotten my mom this little uh, necklace that, that had like a little vial on it that had some of my dad's ashes in it. So he was there for the cup oh, too. Very so cool. that was a really cool night. And, That's awesome. And, uh, you know, that Duncan Keith goal, man, you can just feel the stadium, you know, the whole arena just kind of like, okay. Like, yeah. It's only one nothing, but damn that that like took a lot of pressure out of the place, and then Kane seals it, and it was just party time. That uh, from then on, I, I really wish, you know, hindsight of course is twenty twenty, but I really wish we could have enjoyed that a little more, knowing that it, what was coming yeah. next. I mean, if we, we I know we don't want to rehash stuff, but that summer was awful. Uh, you know, that was the whole Patrick Kane yeah. stuff, and then you know they haven't won a playoff series since. And, you know, all kinds of ugly stuff has happened. So I think we, if we would have known that that was going to be, like, the West last raw. real night yeah. that it was, like, all about that team and all about, the, you know, the success, I think we would have enjoyed it a little more. We took some stuff for granted there. But, man, it was a memorable night. Seeing, you know, the handshake, seeing the cup ceremony in person was, as a fan was uh, very special.
0: I can't imagine that's, you know, I, I, I don't know if I can call it a regret, but it's one of the downsides of being at the score and the role that I was that I was on the air after every playoff game which is great um, but I was never actually in the building when it happened so my night uh, on June 15th uh, 2015 started at the Ogden uh, on Ogden oddly enough uh, walking distance from the UC the plan was for me to watch the game there and do uh, the post game show from there and I got there well before the game was about to start and I said okay I'm here for the broadcast and they're like we can give you that table and it was basically like a tabletop like the size of a bar stool. So this table, and I'm like, we are doing a live radio broadcast here. Like, I need more than this table. I need at least a like a, a folding table, something. Right, yeah. Nope. It's all the room we got for you. So, quick change of plans. I had to leave <laughs> the Ogden <laughs> and get back to uh, the I think it was NBC Tower at the time. Yeah, NBC Tower, and uh, go do the go watch and do the post game from there, um, which was. I mean, it was better from a broadcast standpoint instead of having 15 people on top of me Mm -hmm. at any given moment. I was able to be in the comforts of a studio, but it would have been cool to be out among the people. And, of course, there's always the hope that, hey, the cup's going to come here any minute now. You know, so uh, but didn't get to do that. But the Hawks did. Every time they won the cup, a different Hawk would bring the cup to the station like a week later or so. So 2010 was lad. 2013 was Sharp. 2015 was Brad Richards. Nice. So I got nice. to bring Brad Richards up and the cup keepers, See the you studio. know, up through the elevator into the studios, which is very, very cool. So I made the mistake with Sharp. He was putting on the table and I helped him. I'm like, oh, I'm oh, whoops! I, I didn't even, I didn't even think of it. Cause everyone yeah. at work was like hugging it and kissing. I'm like, no, I'm a hockey fan. I know I'm not I, supposed to touch it. Yeah. And just instinctually, to help Patrick Sharp, I grabbed it by the bottom and top. I'm like, ah, it was like an electric shock, <laughs> you know? But that was it. That was my moment touching the cup, even though it was unintentional. Hey, uh, you got to do it with Patrick Sharp. Yeah, that's kind of cool. Very cool. Yeah, and I I think my my uh, Facebook post was a uh, handsome man, the Stanley Cup, and Patrick Sharp, or something like that. <laughs> nice, like something stupid <laughs> like go. that. Yeah. Well,
1: you're never gonna win <laughs> the Stanley Cup now, Jay, because you touched it before you. It. I,
2: I've seen it. I've 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 seen it in person twice in my life, and didn't touch it either time. Um, But both of those times were after 2015, so I don't know how much that actually helped. I
1: kissed it in 2010. I Ah, I was was lucky enough uh, to be part of a, a John McDonough's rally in Edison Park. Uh, and we had access beforehand to see it, and I kissed it. I didn't care. Like, pff, I'm never going to be in well, the then NHL. it. Yeah. <laughs> and they won two more since two then, because so I'm not so on the team, go. so if, who am I jinxing? If, if Chris
0: Draper's baby can dump in it, you can certainly <laughs> kiss it. Yeah, if Troy
1: Brower's kids can eat Fruit Loops <laughs> out of it, then I could kiss it. And the cool thing was my sister took a picture. Uh, she had a really nice camera, amateur photographer, took a picture of me kissing it, and then she was able to, like, zoom in and figure out, like, I somehow miraculously kissed the 1961 Blackhawk Hey, oh, pot. Cool. Like, So that we were able to narrow it down based on zooming in and seeing what was right next to it. So nice. That's yeah. See, it was meant to be. Meant good to, to be. Know. And then and, and, and then I had to go get tested for various diseases. <laughs> <laughs> that's always that's a good, good move. <laughs> and hey, I mean, this year's
2: Stanley Cup final. Both teams touched the conference final cups or uh, trophies. So. No, Someone's got to win the cup, no, right? No, or Jordan. or is it just going to be it's, it's, endless overtimes
1: in game so seven? until someone The Blackhawks still have a chance because neither they of those do. teams can win.
2: That's true. The season is still still, still on.
1: My God, that's the Blackhawks music. <laughs> All right, it
2: looks like we have the video I sent. Uh, you sure you
1: want to put this out there? Yes. <laughs> this is uh <laughs> this is audio. Oh, we see this in the studio every day. Without minus the cigar. Is
0: that Connor McDavid walking behind you with a woman, not his girlfriend?
1: <laughs> it uh,
2: it in fact was not. Um, this was uh, uh, there goes, many.
1: There goes your run for Congress. <laughs> many
2: many beers into the night, and well, that's why uh, you can't
1: remember the name of the bar.
2: <laughs> I I I remember it now. It was the uh, the Pitchfork Saloon on okay. Irving Park Road in Chicago. I know that. I know that place. Uh, rest in peace. It is now closed.
3: Look at that beard from Lawrence. That playoff wow. Beard. That's a that's Impressive. a pretty substantial that's playoff on.
0: beard. Yeah.
3: I, I want to jump in because, like, so that was my seat, and I don't know if you could tell there, that's the 100 level. And this is at the rally at the no, field? No, this is the clincher the game. in 2015. Okay. So this, is, this is this day seven years ago. Un, if you go back to that picture, one second, uh, between my ring finger and my pinky, that's Philippe Deneau. And I got to watch him eat an ice cream cone during the third period. Wow. And he was in a nice suit, and, you know, oh, it's, yeah. a, it's a shame that he never actually played for the Hawks yeah. very much. And I blame you. I had to yeah, sit behind this ball. Lawrence guy. Get me out <laughs> yeah. of here. Trade uh, me the hell out well, of Chicago. Trade me right effing now. <laughs> and you were talking about that night. You didn't want that night end. I just, I stayed there for like two hours. I was yeah. just like standing by the glass and just watching everything. And there's actually another photo. I'm not going to show it, but it's like, <laughs> you see Taves and Kane holding up the cup on the ice. The, and my buddy, my, my buddy was a like a producer for Channel 7. He's on the ice. He took a photo. I'm in the background of that photo. So that's I have a photo, awesome. of sort of me with Taves and Kane in the. Cup. <laughs> so
1: you're kind of sorta on the EA Sports cover of. Yes. Well, Chelsea was exactly. supposed yes. to be
3: right. That's right. <laughs> yeah, that's me. And that then, was your. There's yeah.
1: your one shot at, at fame, and there they you blew go. It. Yeah.
3: But then I went to hang up by Crossroads, thinking the couple was going to come. It never did. No, no, no. just stood there. Well, for like a Well, they
0: still have pictures at Crossroads of was it 2013 when it came? Yeah, probably might have been. There. Yeah. Hugh is soaked oh yeah he was wow. just covered in beer and sweat and whatever else uh yeah. <laughs> and and that hockey
2: many different yeah, <laughs> many different things
3: um but yeah so that's that's my story thanks for letting me jump in You're, yeah, yeah yeah i think i
2: see you there on hey, the you,
0: ea
1: sports uh you run the
3: joint lawrence you can jump in anytime you want well and yeah. so that that
2: video of me is a, you know probably an hour or so after the game uh Three hours later, I was producing a sports radio show in Milwaukee, the morning, the morning show. So that was um, Ooh, that had to be a fun job. That was an interesting, uh, interesting Ooh. shift. <laughs> yes, but I will take credit. That was the only time in that station's history that the Chicago Blackhawks had a segment, a uh, fifteen-minute segment on that on that station because of me.
1: Doing the and, Lord's uh, work.
2: Yeah, I just you know, I, I you got to serve those uh, those Wisconsin Blackhawks fans. Is yes. there
0: any like I'm curious about that like. Because you, you said yesterday when you were in Wisconsin, you were sort of deciding which team to root for. Yeah, would you say hockey fans are or Hawks fans, or do they kind of is it split? It's every it, kind of picture you they know, want.
2: It's it's kind of it's kind of mixed. I in, in the area that I grew up in, it's, it's because it's so close to Illinois. There's a lot of Cubs crossover, Bears crossover. Um, the the Blackhawks definitely have a you know have a presence in, in that section of the state. Um, the admirals being uh affiliated with the predators. predators, there's a lot, there's a lot of Predators fans because of that in the in the Milwaukee area. Um, north, northwestern Wisconsin, there's a lot of wild Minnesota. fans, wild and win and, and Jets fans too, which is it's got to uh, be weird interesting though, because
1: but. in Wisconsin, you hate all things I don't know and you hate all things Minnesota, and those are your you're two, supposed to, yeah, yeah, those are your two closest. Geographically Hockey teams, teams yeah. to choose from so uh, there's, it there's, just makes sense the uh, Yeah, make sense. there's
2: Red Wings fans too And I, I think just because they don't have a team There's for a Weber. little bit of geographical But then there's also like, oh, well, we don't have a team So I'm just going to pick whoever I want
1: Yeah, so the, the Predators makes sense Because Admirals has been the Predators affiliate for, for years a long I mean, Guys long like time. Pecorine yep. and yep. Shea Weber Shea played Ryan in Suter yeah. all played in Milwaukee So yeah. it's not like, yeah, that, there's, that's been a long relationship So that makes a lot of sense Yeah
0: uh, it's, you know, Greg, your point is right. Like, you don't really realize when it's over until it's way past over and way past time to appreciate it. And I think there was still a feeling of, like, you know, after 2010, you're like, wow, we got our cup, right? Like, there it happened. Mm-hmm. Then you get another one in 13, you're like, wow, you know, we're never going to be beaten. So in 15 kind years. of feels the yeah. same way. Like, well, another one's going to come.
1: And then all, like, it just happened so quickly. Well, especially when you consider that. If it wasn't for uh, an errant knee pad, they probably would have won three in a row. They would have won in yeah. twenty fourteen. They, they win at that at game at least, seven. Yeah. They would have beat the Rangers. Come on. Oh yeah. So mm-hmm. you're that, talking that was three the in a row. Cup
0: final was whoever won that game. Right.
1: Yeah. The Stanley Cup should have been awarded right then and there.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just on a technicality for the well, Rangers.
2: And, and I, you know, I remember this, the twenty sixteen postseason, going into the twenty sixteen and twenty seventeen postseasons, and thinking, hey, they got it. You know they have as good a chance as anyone to to make another run. They go seven against the Blues, and you know Brent Seabrook's shot goes a little bit you know quarter as they say in Mighty Ducks, a quarter inch the other way, and you know you got a tie game in game in game seven, um, and, and things could have been different. 2017, obviously, many we, things had to go differently to be we, in was, that series. Do you but remember,
1: 2017, though, they were the best team in the Western Conference heading into those playoffs. They had the number one. Seed. Were they were they the one? They were the one yeah. seed and got swept by. By Nashville,
2: who eventually went to the final,
1: who went to the Cup final, yeah, yeah, yeah. and then at that, no, was that the year they went? Or? Yeah, it was seventeen, yeah, twenty seventeen, mm-hmm. yeah.
0: They lost to uh,
1: Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh, yeah. So there's every there's chance
0: to win is sacred, you absolutely. know. It, it really is, and and you never know when it's going to come you know, back look, again. And if
1: you're if you're a big Lightning fan, take heed and enjoy this enjoy it. because you never know like, absolutely when it's going to happen again. And for your Avalanche fans. You've been waiting, it. enjoy. Been waiting a long time. Been waiting
2: for this moment to enjoy and it. And
1: you know what? You guys have an amazingly bright future ahead of you, but you still got to play the games. Ask Dan yeah. Marino. Everybody told him after not going to, this, after losing the Super Bowl in his rookie season. Oh, don't worry, you'll be back w- one day, kid. And he never even sniffed no. it. Yeah. So enjoy it. As you're a fan, I know you live and die with every shift, every goal. But just kind of take a step back and enjoy it because you never know if or when you're ever going to get to that spot again. Yeah, I, you
0: know, just speaking personally, like, sure, I enjoyed the hell out of it and all the things that came with it for me personally and professionally. But I do wish I had taken, like, a Zoom back and appreciated it in the moment of, mm-hmm. oh, my God. Because there was always, for, for, I think for all of us working in, in the industry one way or another, there was, like, a little bit of stress tied to it. Like, there was work tied to yeah. So it was never just like fully just enjoy it, right? And I wish I had taken some time to just step away, forget about the work element of it for a second, and really reflect on, oh, my God, something that I never thought would happen in my lifetime has happened three times in the last six years, and I really need to appreciate this. And, and I think now looking back on it, as we've done on our Throwback Thursdays and things like this, it, it's almost like for the first time I'm really reflecting on it, like going back and watching that 2010 DVD, um, to to kind of refresh my memory for our Throwback Thursday show, that was awesome. Mm-hmm. It was like getting goosebumps watching that, because there's so much you forget about. Yeah, and even like players and moments and these little things that happen along the way to a championship, that that time sort of just erases from your memory. It's great to recap them, and I and I look forward to when we do 2013 and 2015 in the long form for Throwback Thursday someday because. Uh, just looking back on that stuff was great great memories
1: And you mentioned the whole work aspect and that's what i love what we're building here at chgo because you know if and when we can get back to that place with the hawks we'll be able yes we're going to be working covering those games but we're going to be able to experience it with the fans and and as fans as well which i think Mm -hmm. it was a will be unique from any other of those runs that we had to do in the past so you know good things are hopefully coming it's going to be uh, it's gonna take a little pain to get there, but yeah. you know I, I have faith that if we stick with it, uh, we'll at least be able to be enjoy some of those those late night playoff games and and with with our great CHGO fans. Yeah, I mean yep. to
2: to quote Kyle Davidson. Hop on the ride now because at the end it'll be worth it.
1: And that's that goes for the Blackhawks and it goes for CHGO. Perfect Absolutely. symmetry it, between the two we really between are us and them. Sort of running it's just, side by side, aren't it's, we? It, it, it's, it makes, it's gonna make for a lot of really cool stuff coming up in the next few years, that's for sure.
0: Well, and if you're enjoying CHGO, and I know you are, the best way to support us is to download that PointsBet app and use the code CHGO when you sign up. Do that right now and you'll get two risk-free hey. bets up to $2,000. But also, if you make a $50 or more first-time deposit, you'll receive a free CHGO membership. That unlocks all of our great web content. Our Stanley Cup predictions piece came out today. More to come later today. And you'll even get a free shirt of your choice from the CHGO locker. That's two G's and free bets, a free CHGO membership, and a free T-shirt from the CHGO locker, all for making a $50 or more first-time deposit at PointsBet. It is your home for live in-play betting and just in time for the NBA Finals live NBA same-game parlay. You can build your perfect live NBA same-game parlay only with PointsBet. Combine your favorite bets anytime during the game, and if you want more, you can always boost your live same-game parlays. Watch live, parlay live, and boost live with PointsBet. And a reminder... Online sign-up is available now in Illinois. Get your phone out. You are good to go from start to finish in minutes. So what are you waiting for? Once the game starts, don't just bet. Live your bet life with points bet. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700.
1: And real quick before we uh, get into our player evaluations, I want to give a uh, quick shout-out to, uh, speaking of championship runs, the Chicago Wolves. Yeah. They clinched their ticket punched their ticket to the Calder Cup final last night. Uh, This is their technically second straight appearance in the Calder Cup final. They were there in 2019. There haven't been any playoffs since then. Uh, So it's their second straight trip. Uh, Last time they were there, they lost to the Carolina Hurricanes uh, affiliate, and now they are the Carolina Hurricanes affiliate. So it's Back-to-back Calder Cup Final appearances for the Carolina Hurricanes organization as well. So uh, they're going to host Game 1 and 2 of the Calder Cup Final this Sunday and Monday nights at the All-State Arena in Rosemont. So I uh, I'd, I'd recommend go check out a game. Uh, great team. We're going to find out who they play later tonight. The Lava Rocket and the Springfield Thunderbirds have a Game 7 tonight. Uh, all The home team has won all six games of that series, and Springfield has the home ice advantage tonight. So that's a matchup of Big the um, Montreal Canadiens and uh, St. Louis Blues affiliates, I believe. Springfield is St. Louis now. Yes. Okay. so uh, nice. good nice. stuff, but just a, a little quick stick tap to the Wolves organization. They're great people. Uh, Lindsay and Allie, Courtney, everybody who works there behind the scenes, very happy and excited for them, and hopefully be able to uh, stop in and say hello to them over the weekend.
2: Think they need a competitive edge?
1: They definitely. Well, they whoever plays the Wolves is going to need a competitive sure. edge because the Wolves are a scary good hockey team. And if you want that competitive edge that may put you on the same level as that team, you want to get yourself some Strava CBD coffee because it's a game changer and has helped thousands of people improve their overall wellness and quality of life. Strava delivers delicious, fresh, roasted specialty coffee infused with organic, broad-spectrum CBD. And that CBD from hemp doesn't get you high or hungry, but it does offer you some real great benefits, such as feeling alert and focused. Without the jitters, you're going to be able to live your life more balanced with less anxiety and fewer aches and pains. Plus, including CBD in your daily routine can even help you get a more restful night's sleep. So you wake up feeling... Your absolute best. And speaking of the best, the best part is that Strava is all about quality. Everything is small batch, fresh, shipped straight to your door. They've got an amazing array of flavors as well as concentration levels of CBD. So you get exactly what you're looking for. And, uh, CHGO listeners can save 25% off their entire order just by using the promo code CHGO25 at checkout. So head over to stravacraftcoffee.com, that's S-T-R-A-V-A, and when you check out, type in CHGO2525 in that box and you'll get a quarter off your entire order. And if you're already a big fan of Strava, and for crying out loud, I don't know why you're not by now, you can join the Strava Coffee Club and save money. That's when you are put in control, you're going to save on all your favorite coffees. You tell Strava how much you want, when you want it, and where to ship it to, and they make it happen.
0: It's Easy enough. Stuff. It's, it's the stuff. easiest thing you can do. All right, shall we get to our player evaluations for today? Shall we? I mean, it is the show title. We might as well. All right, <laughs> it is the D show. Uh, today we're going to do uh, forward Alex Dobrynkit and defenseman Calvin DeHaan. We will start with Calvin DeHaan, going over his statistics. 69 games. Nice. Four goals, Four assists. That's eight points for those that can't math. Not bad. Minus 21. Oof. Zero power play impact whatsoever. Well, He One, was a Hawks defenseman. <laughs> 107 shots on goal, 3.7% shooting percentage, 1857 average time on ice. His Corsi 4 percentage, 47.31. Uh, you know, nothing not great, but when you look at the way. Uh, you know, the yeah. Hawks played this year, and you look at the team average. The team average for Corsi 4 is 45.98, yeah. which is good for 30th in the NHL. Yeah. It's above the team average, and so I'm going to start. I, I gave Calvin DeHaan three feathers, and we were doing this on a expectations level. Yeah. And I think what we got from Calvin DeHaan is pretty much exactly what you expected from Calvin DeHaan. Could have used him to stay a little more healthy, but looking at his last few seasons, seeing that – he played 69 out of 82 games. That's about the expectation health-wise with him, too. And playing the way that he does yeah. to get that many games
2: out of him. And, you know, he was battling injury. He was playing through and battling injuries late in the season. Um, ultimately, I believe he got shut down towards the last week or two, if I remember correctly. Um, I, I think he led, he led the team in hits and block shots, right, both? Yeah,
1: 172 so, block shots and 146 hits. Yeah,
2: so he he was all over the place physically for the team. So, for him to uh, to, to to play as much as he did the way that he did, yeah, I think it it, it completely fits the the expectation that you could have uh, that, that we could have had for him. I also went with three feathers. Um, he he was he was one of the, the the better defensemen that they had from a pure defensive standpoint. Um, Obviously, no one's perfect, but, you know, he did what he's supposed to do, and I think what helped me get him from, you know, keep him in that three-feather range was that not only did he break his years-long streak of scoring one goal per season, (laughs) he scored four, which tied a career high. So, hey, not bad. Not bad for a guy who's not known for offense. Yeah,
1: no, uh, he had uh, 107 shots on goal which is the second highest in his career. It's a a lot. Only nine fewer than his career high, and that he set with the Islanders in the 2016-17 season when he played all 82 games. So had he played a full season, he definitely would have done that. So, um, you know, I gave him three feathers as well because, again, it's based on what I expected from him this season and what I got, and it was pretty much right on, you know, right right where I wanted it to be. You got exactly what you wanted, a veteran leader a guy that was willing to risk his body to make a play. You know, he had to play with different partners all the time. You know, young guys, guys that aren't, you know, he had to take on a lot by himself out there. It seemed like Calvin DeHaan was on an island a lot this season. And he did the best with what he was given. Um, You know, I think if he likely will move on to a different team, he's a UFA this summer with all the young Hawks defensemen coming up. It makes sense to – Part ways, but he'll be missed a lot. He was yeah. a leader in that locker room. He was a great guy for the meeting. If you talk to anybody in the Blackhawks organization, they all love Calvin Dahan. They all say what mm-hmm. a great guy he is, wonderful personality, just a fun dude. Like he doesn't take, you know, he takes his business seriously on the ice, but off the ice, he's just like, he can be a little lighthearted a bit. Yeah. And you need that in a locker room. You know, every locker room has your guys that are just 24 hours hockey 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 but you need a guy to you know make a joke and lighten up the mood every once in a while ground and, you and be approachable right mm-hmm. and, and he definitely was you know he was always a guy that after a tough loss he'll be the guy talking to the media and and give you real stuff and and tell you what's real going answers, on yeah so uh he'll be missed if if he, indeed he does uh indeed he does move on which he probably will He'll be he'll be missed by not only the players but but the media and and, and the front office staff as well. A lot of people talking in the chat that they couldn't believe they couldn't get anything from him. Right, that was one of my biggest disappointments Absolutely. of Kyle Davidson so far is the fact that he didn't trade him for anything. I guess he had said that he didn't get the value he wanted for him, so he didn't trade him. Which. I can respect to a degree, but come on, this is a guy you don't have in your – plan. get right. anything. At it's this. someone that now you didn't he's have walk, plans for. Now he's yeah. likely going to walk this summer and you get nothing. When yeah. Plus you
0: shut him down for the last two weeks of the
1: year right. too. I wonder
2: if that was part of it. I wonder if they knew he was hurt and teams were saying how hurt is he? Is he worth me gi- – is is this worth me giving up a third-round pick, a, a fourth-round pick, a second-round pick, whatever it is? Um, and I wonder if they – you know couldn't mask, hey, he's got X, Y, Z going on with
0: him. Could be. That's probably what happened. This is – so I'm glad you said that because a lot of this context matters, and I think I'm pointing a thumb at myself, like – we lose sight of these things sometimes. Like, Kyle Davidson can't ship an injured Calvin DeHaan in a trade. Right. And be like, ha I got a third-round yeah. pick for a hurt guy. Not when he's four weeks on the job. Right. That, that ruins th- your well, reputation. Even, it, you know, absolutely, it ruins your reputation. And it, it makes things hostile between you and another team. He already had that, right or wrong, with Toronto for the Marc-Andre Fleury rumors getting out. Um, you know, you can't, like... There's more to it than what we see, and there's more to it than what fans see. Yeah. And hopefully we can close that gap in the coming years, you know, as we get more access and things like that. But, like, Kyle Davidson's not dumb. It's not like he didn't try to trade Calvin DeHaan. It's not like he didn't know mm-hmm. that he's going to walk at the end of this deal. I, so there's got to be something to it. I, I still think, though, like there wasn't a single team that would give you a fifth for a banged up Calvin DeHaan to see if he can bounce back and play. I guess not. Yeah. I guess not. I mean, look, everything Kyle Davidson has said and done to this point has made a lot of sense. He didn't suddenly lose his mind on this one thing.
2: Yeah. And if, and if he truly set the bar high for what it would take to get Calvin DeHaan and he stuck to it, that's, that's fine. I, I, I think if you, if you're trying to be aggressive, which it seems like, you know, he has, uh, he has the mindset to be a bit aggressive uh, in, in moves that he's made. I I can respect that if he's saying like look we want one second round pick or one third round two third round pick or whatever for, for a guy like Calvin DeHaan and you're not getting it you're like all right fine. Then then we don't then then we keep Calvin through the rest of the season and we don't we don't sell low then then then, then he sees fit. Yeah. And well, so, and that yeah. I think that is the mindset you have to have with the topic of the off season right now is Alex DeBrincat. You have to set your you have to have your bar set high and stick to it. You you ha- in in that situation, Kyle Davidson doesn't have. He's not in the position where he has to give up any leverage because if they don't trade Alex DeBrincat, cool. Then they have Alex DeBrincat. Like that's not a bad thing. Like so, I, I think if 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 he in that situation with Dehan, if he set his bar
0: high and stuck to it. That's what he should be doing. Well, it, I mean, look, at the deadline, it's a game of chicken, too, right? right. Is, he says, look, I am I want a third-round pick or whatever it might have been for Calvin Dehan, and he waits until the last second, and maybe someone panics and says, okay, we didn't get anybody. DeHaan is plan D, but there's pressure on me to do something. Mm-hmm. So, okay, here's your third-round pick for Calvin DeHaan, right? And then he looks like a genius, or he gets stuck with nothing. But at the end of the day fourth fifth round pick what are the odds they really work out yes we talk about them being lottery tickets and Mm -hmm. you never know what's going to happen like Andre Pilat, right is a really good example there's several others Um, but just thinking about this year's cup final um, you never know but I think you know the risk for him probably the risk of saying I'm going to hold out and say this is what I want for Dahan and I think my calculation tells me someone's going to bite he guessed wrong maybe maybe -hmm. that was a scenario maybe it was the injury thing whatever but he guessed wrong, and he has Calvin Han,
1: and and fine. At the end of the day, it's not the end of the world. But no, there's uh, just
0: so much more to it than just like he
1: didn't do anything, right? right. And, and both of those lines of thinking are actually really good for him this stage of his career. If he set his value at this is what I have to have, and I'm not taking anything less, and then he showed that he wouldn't take anything less, that's actually really good a reputation builder too. That to know that. Hey, we just can't walk, call the Blackhawks and just offer any old thing mm-hmm. and get what we want. Maybe we used to be able to do that. Uh <laughs> no, oh, this is a whole new ball game. This guy is serious. He's, he's a stern negotiator. We got to bring our A game when we want to trade with the Blackhawks. That's a really good reputation to right. have. Or if it was an injury thing and he was honest and upfront saying, hey guys, he's not 100%, so it's up to you. That's also a really good thing to have out there too. To say, hey, yeah. this guy's not going to jerk us around. This guy's honest. He's not going to screw us over. A little bit over. of transparency, and that may help you in future trades. Going, hey, remember when I helped you out and told you, hey, don't trade me for Calvin DeHaan? Right. How about you throw me a bone this time?
2: How bad? How bad would it be in in let's say four years? The Blackhawks are in a position to to add at the deadline. They grab somebody who is you know a little maybe underperforming in whatever whatever team. They're like, oh, we got a good deal on this. Bringing this player in, player comes in, ah, bum knee, that sucks. Like, yeah, that scenario turfs out hard for the Blackhawks. So, if in this case, if it was that he was being transparent about Dahan not being hundred percent or you know worth being moved away to another team, that can come back and help you in the
1: yeah. end. Either of those, if either of those scenarios is what played out, or maybe a combination of two, yeah, it stinks. You didn't get anything for you didn't get a fifth round pick. But if it helps build Kyle Davidson's reputation that helps him make better trades going forward, then mm. it's hard to be upset. Absolutely. All right, let's move on to our analysis of
0: Alex Tabrinkit. 82 games, 41 goals, 37 assists at 78 points. He was a minus 13, 14 power play goals and 14 power play assists. Minus 13, what a bomb. shots on goal. I'm not going to get any first-round picks Oof. for that. <laughs> uh, 15.2 shooting percentage. Uh, averaged 20 minutes and 51 seconds on the ice of course he for a percentage of 48.77 expected goals for 49.23 so um obviously alex DeBrinkett was i guess you could argue between him and patrick kane flip a coin the best hawk of the year with that in mind they gave him four feathers um you know expectations were met and eclipsed i think he played great to start, honestly, I had him at three and a half because he got a little cold at the end of the year. Uh, but he had done so much carrying of the team before that yeah. that it was on, honestly like sort of expected he'd run out of gas at some point. Uh, so I re-upped my score to four feathers, and I think he deserves that. He was uh, arguably the best Hawk on the team this year, and uh, I don't think there's much question about it. There are two Hawks this season that I'm giving four feathers to. This is one of two of them. Yep. He was... Absolutely
2: the player you expected him to be, and more, I think you know he started the year just on a on, on a goal scoring tear, and it really looked like he wasn't doing much else uh, and then as the as the season went on, the rest of his game came came along with it along with the goal scoring um you know you you, you really saw how he's transitioned in in his professional years from being just a pure shooter, a guy who's just gonna gonna create his own offense or be able to create his own offense and play off of you know uh, Patrick Kane mo- most often, Dylan Strom as well, um, and and be able to to be the the shooter uh, to those guys being able to to feed him, but then defensively, the way that his game has has transitioned over the, over the last few years defensively, this year he was he was very very good for a guy who's not looked at to be defensive a, a defensive player, um, so yeah, it's. He was, he was everything you could have asked him to be uh, And a little bit more Saw his leadership come through this year as well So Four 4 feathers all day
1: Yeah for sure I gave him four feathers as well I mean as you said There's two guys on this team that are worthy of that It's Alex Debrinkett. And Sam Lafferty? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Taylor Radish. So, I like how Lafferty's become the punchline, even though he
0: did actually exceed everything. Oh, <laughs> like, but it's just it's the guy when I won the cup in NHL 22. Sam Lafferty's the po- photo <laughs> I used to chose of a guy lifting the cup. Key it's just, cog of that of just that just cup run. I don't know why he has become. Kind of like the 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 laughing, not the laughing. Song, I don't know what the word is. He's like the punchline. Yeah, it's a it's a
2: it's an endearing thing. It's not like it's because we love. Sam It's not La- Gustafson yeah. jokes. Right. It's you know it's it's Sam Lafferty yeah, jokes, which Sam, are good jokes.
1: Yeah, you know Sam Lafferty is, is exceeding. I ex- I'd love to get him in studio one of these yeah. days and and chat about. He earned himself playing grindy extension. Extension. That's hockey great. Yeah. and uh, keeping his head completely bald. Um, <laughs>
0: He has hair in NHL 22 for the record. Oh, oh his wow. headshot does Failure. though too. The, oh, he's got like kind so. of a. You could tell it's starting to thin out. I think mm. he was just like, you know he's got what, that Jack May,
2: Skilly thing going. Yeah, a little <laughs> <bit>. May, <laughs> made the decision Power to, uh, to bald it down. Yeah,
1: yeah. Uh, <laughs> anywho, back to Alex DeBrinket, <laughs> <laughs> the <laughs> man the of the hour. We'll save the
2: Sam Lafferty yeah. uh, evaluation. Yes, there's
1: a Sam Lafferty love fest on the way it's, soon. It's, it's coming. Um, it's coming. But yeah, DeBrinket, you couldn't ask for more. Could I mean the. If, if Alex Dabrinkit wasn't on this team this year, we wouldn't have Oof. to trade Alex Dabrinkit for the number two overall pick as the Blackhawks. I mean, would, would have, have it, probably. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. So well. Maybe. The, well, they would. Oh, yeah, the number the, two pick. You're right. Yes, you're right. Yes. You're right. Um, so, you know, this guy is is just grows as a player, uh, set a career high of assists this year, 37 assists. So he's kind of debunking that he all he could do is score goals. Yeah. He's a one-dimensional player. He is not a one-dimensional yeah. player. Yeah,
2: people who are still calling him one-dimensional. They I don't watched. know which Alex no. Brinkett you're watching. Yeah. You're not watching the games. You know. like, stop watching the sixteen, the, the seventeen, eighteen highlights. Like yeah, he's living live, he's, in the, he's live in the present.
1: Actively looking. Obviously, you can get a lot of assists when Patrick Kane's your running mate the whole season. But sure. he took advantage of that. Career high in assists. Uh, career high in overall points. So he's evolving. He's he's getting more actively, uh, playing better when he doesn't have the puck, trying to become a more complete player. He's not a physical guy, but he will mix it up when he has to. Yeah, will, he uh, will he yeah. will get in the corner to get a puck. He will punch a guy in the mouth if he's messing with one of his teammates. Not my favorite he's, thing in the world for him to he's do. Got, but he jumped the, into when,
2: a few scrums this year. Yeah. When
1: it's necessary, guys love that. They, they see that. I don't want my best goal scorer throwing punches, but – Yep. You know, if a situation arises and you take it upon yourself, go for it. Um, so a lot of leadership qualities coming out. We've talked a ton about the trade rumors. I'm sure we're going to talk a ton more about, about more. the trade rumors. We know, I think we, yep. we kind of have a consensus here on this panel that don't trade Alex Dabrinkit just to trade Alex Dabrinkit. But if somebody blows you away, maybe it's the best move for a business, big mm-hmm. picture. I love Alex Dabrinkit, great hockey player. Seems like a really good do- guy. He's a dog person. How do you not love a dog oh, person? You know, yeah. Ralph DeBrinkit is, uh, you know. He's got two dogs, right? Yes. Two. two uh,
2: the DeBrin sh- dogs.
1: The Shibi- Shibuinos are what they are. They're beautiful dogs. I love dogs. I love dog people. So, you know.
2: <laughs> and I, it's I, funny that he's the cat. Right. And he's admittedly not a cat person.
1: <laughs> and neither am I. So this is the only cat that I really can go out of my way cheering for. There you go. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, he's good. Uh, good dude solid kid i would love him to be the cornerstone of this blackhawks franchise for the next 10 12 years mm-hmm. but if it makes sense to, to you find a deal that makes it worth it then you know you got to go with that as well it's, it's davidson's mm-hmm. call not ours but uh, yeah. an amazing season from alex to we'll, All, see, we'll see we'll see if it's the last one. First or time not. all-star
0: too
2: yeah can't forget that yeah. First
0: time and well-deserving of it, obviously. Uh, yeah. Reddy Edgemont in the, in the uh, chat says, Mario, your tweet regarding only trading to bring it for something that would, quote, hurt a team outside of New Jersey. Who else do you think would be calling Davidson? Um, and Jason kind of follows up nicely. Teams on the way up with cap space, L.A., Anaheim. Uh, Rangers cap space thing is a little mm. interesting. Because we are going to have to start paying they some guys. you going to have they to start, start paying some, some yeah. These guys, yeah. yeah, Islanders, Buffalo, I think you'd put Detroit on that list.
2: That, yeah, so to the, to the from original – Michigan's going to happen. Everybody gets <laughs> traded. Their their that's how it go. works. Yeah. yeah, yeah. to the original question, Detroit was going to be another team that I, I would say maybe, but I think that they're still in the position of we want to hold on to our future because our future is on the ascent now and ready ready to like really make an impact now. So I don't think that Detroit will be – a match, but LA is is LA is interesting. Anaheim is interesting. San Jose um, you could
1: even maybe make a yeah. Case San Jose you could make a case. Cal- California teams are kind of in the same boat. Yeah, right on the cusp of getting good again with a lot of young talent to I'd, trade.
2: I'd be interested in LA. I really would see what they what they would want to do, what they could do. I wouldn't, uh, I wouldn't rule out of
1: Carolina either. Carolina like, could Cap be in. Yeah, the space is a little funky too. But depending on what they do, they're a team yeah. that probably wants to make a shakeup. Yeah, could we've, use we've, t- we've talked scorer? about Carolina. Here's well, the thing, though, is yeah. you got
0: to look at who's going to give you a draft pick this year worthy of trading to Brinkett. That's the thing, yeah. So, New Jersey. Uh, your top 10 in this draft, Montreal, New Jersey, Arizona, Seattle, Philly, Columbus, that's the old Hawks picks, pick, Ottawa, Detroit, Buffalo, and Anaheim. That's your top 10. San Jose comes in at 11th.
2: So really, uh, out of those 10 I don't think Detroit I, or Anaheim I'm not but even that's only being the, in the 10. I'm not picking up the call unless it's top 5. And I'm not even
0: picking up the phone.
2: And none of the teams in the top 5 other than New Jersey are looking to hedge their future. They're trying to build their future yeah. like Chicago is. I
0: just think this scenario, the New Jersey scenario has so much steam because it makes so much sense. Right. Right. Who knows got if, the
1: there's if there's actual got conversations between yeah, those two teams? Right. It could, yeah. it could be completely
2: manufactured. No, who knows? It's just but it's guys it's, like it's us sitting there going, Well, this makes sense. Let's n- make it's it happen. It's New Jersey saying that, you know, it's a report. New Jersey says that they're open for trading the number two pick and potentially more. And it's a player like Debrinket on the market that it just seems like it makes the most sense if that swap is going gonna, is gonna to be made.
0: That would well, be the one to be made. To and be the made. reason New Jersey is wanting to or willing to trade the number two pick, that's probably a better way to put it, is they need a weapon for Jack Hughes. For right now. Here's your twenty-five yeah. year old, twenty four year old, forty one goal scorer. There that's the answer. Mm-hmm. It's right there for you. And if Jersey feels they're close to contending and I don't know, maybe uh, they've got yeah. some good young pieces, and for the last couple of years, people have been like, "Oh, look at what New Jersey's doing in the off season," and then things sort of fall apart, right? Like they brought in Dougie Hamilton. This summer, and that sort of – he was hurt a that lot. That wasn't
2: – yeah, that didn't turn out like, yeah, like a, they had a thought. A lot of
1: the people that were like, I'd rather have Dougie Hamlin and Seth Jones, would you? Yeah. <laughs>
2: not me. Not the, not this past uh, um, season's version of him. But you get you get P.K. Subban coming off your books from $9 million. Like, that's a lot of space that you could use to, uh, and to get Alex to get That's what Alex to it would cost, yeah. isn't it? To bring
1: to it and Hughes could be just as dangerous as to it and Kane.
2: Oh, Yeah. I mean I mean for Jack a long for time. for a longer time cuz Jack Hughes is is what 20 now? 20 21.
0: Something t- yeah. yeah. Jack I mean, Hughes turned 21 on May 14th. 21. So, so yeah, just, it's, just it's, got it's, over his 21st those birthday. Two those
2: hangover. two for the for the Devils would be Here's, next here's our next franchise that's players. Your, that's
1: your Taves and Kane of the New Jersey Devils. But front. you don't
2: get to hold on to Dawson Mercer and or Alex Holtz. That's the trade-off.
0: Yep.
1: But hey, if you feel like you're a piece away That's a heck of a piece. Yeah, it's a huge piece. The best. It's the the best piece allegedly on the market this summer.
2: Uh, David Pasternak, but who knows?
1: Yeah, I probably eh. just because of the age factor, I probably would take the Brinket over Pasternak. Right. Yeah. Get a couple more years out of that. Yeah, and and to the you know to the point of
2: whether they trade him or not, the Brinket. Again, I'll reiterate: if they keep him, they don't end up trading him. It's very, very likely they are extending him, and it's very, very likely he'll be around when yep. that the team is going to be good again, and that is completely fine. I'm like, on that board is with no. if I wonder, if,
0: that, I wonder if, if a potential new Alex to Hawks contract comes with the promise of the sea. I don't know if that stuff matters. Or I don't resonates. know if that matters. matters to put to in him. writing. But there is a little bit of a wink wink like, hey, we see you as the future leader of this organization. Mm-hmm. We're going to pay you to be that. We know the first few years are going to suck, and we appreciate that. Um, and, you know, we'll make every opportunity. Because, I mean, if that's the case and he stays here and is the face of the franchise, he's going to get all the ad money. Mm-hmm. He's going to get all the endorsements. He's going to get all, you know, uh, who's, the, who's the injury lawyer he's already got? How Howard that, Ankin. Howard Ankin. Yeah. <laughs> he's gonna, already got that one locked he's gonna up. He's going to get the Chevy deal from Tays and Kane. Yeah. You know? drive, drive, what drive what Alex to Brinkett
2: drives. drives. Alex yes. to Brinkette drives, yeah. Like all
0: those things are going to start coming definitely drives
2: a, a Chevy Equinox. <laughs> Him and
0: Sam Lafferty. Yes. We'll just there be heating uh, yeah. up all One-two that One-two punch. Money. <laughs> there, there it is.
2: The Brinkette and Lafferty.
0: Yeah. yeah, I mean. There's no bad scenario here. Look, if the Hawks want to fleece to Devils and get the two pick and a top prospect, Cool. And maybe, or, and maybe more. Who knows maybe more, right. Uh but if they end up keeping Alex to bring it, awesome. There's someone right. to, to watch and root for and to, to hit your wagon to for the next ten years while the Hawks kind of suck for the next five.
2: And it's and it's like, you know, you look at he's a young player, he's an elite level player, and when you have when you have those guys in the locker room and and someone who could you know could be you know, the top leader in, 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 that locker room could be the captain could be the most bought in player. When you have that as a young player, as like to is, and then you bring in younger players that are going to come up with him. You're not necessarily taxing it to here's a 35 year old Jonathan Tays who has to bring along 20 year old Lucas Reichel and, and 20 year old uh, you know, ex, you know, prospect xyz whatever you have a younger guy that can kind of connect to the younger players and i think that that would go a long way if he's if he's part uh, part of the rebuild bought into it and looked at as a cornerstone for the team
0: absolutely it's gonna be really interesting to watch and like as the draft approaches it's gonna get more and more stressful for hawks fans to see yeah oh my god because w- what, what we going thought to was happen, night yeah. one's gonna be kind of boring no first round pick, we'll just kind of hang out, right? You know, do our thing and uh, not once with Mi- all these. Once rumors. Minnesota
2: was eliminated, it was like, oh, I guess they don't have a first round pick, and now it's like, oh my God, Uh-oh. they might have the second Man, pick. I think, yeah. yeah, I think
1: I think Kyle Davidson is going to do everything he can to get in that first round. I would be at this point, just the feeling I get and and things that I've I've heard, I'd be really surprised if the if we aren't talking about a Blackhawks pick on that first night of the draft. I hope so. In our live draft show. Just in case you guys are wondering, we are going to cover the draft. We are going to be completely live for the entire first round.
2: On Thursday night. On
1: Thursday night. Uh, That is, what, the 7th? July 7th. 7th. And then Friday the 8th, we're going to have... A live broadcast of rounds two and three, where as of now the Blackhawks have five total picks. Obviously, that can change. There could be more. There could be less, depending on it. So we'll, that will be starting at 10 a.m. 10 a.m. On Friday, the eighth. Strava coffee. So we'll do we'll do live coverage of rounds two and three when the Hawks make a whole bunch of picks. Then we'll take a little break, watch the rest of the draft, and we're going to come back with a live recap to tell you all about all the new potential Blackhawks. So, Friday night. Uh, if you want, if you're all about the Blackhawks draft, the NHL draft there's no place else you want to be than right here we got it covered we're going to give you the best damn nhl draft coverage there is out there so just just keep it keep it uh, tuned in right here to chgo lots of great stuff potentially some really cool stuff happening during those two shows as well so uh we'll see it's going to be a lot of fun
2: would you say our draft coverage is only what Blackhawks fans need
1: i do
3: now
2: <laughs> <laughs> well uh only what you need are also known as Owen, is a 100% plant-based protein shake that gives you nutrition that works just as hard as you do. They have joined us recently here at CHGO as a sponsor, and we have been uh, enjoying the Owen products already. All of them are free of artificial ingredients. They are allergen-friendly, no gluten or dairy, and easily digestible. And you may have heard about Owen from Chicago Bears quarterback Justin Fields, as he also follows a plant-based diet. Owen and CHGO are partnering up to give you an awesome offer. You can get twenty percent off your first purchase at liveowen.com with the code CHGO twenty. Uh, I've also uh, tried to get back into working out a little bit. Got to get the the summer body ready. Um, it is work in progress, but uh, with uh, with Owen, it's 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 helping out. I feel. Feel great using it so far. Uh, it's 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 definitely uh, you know I'm using Justin Fields as the uh, the, the motivation. So you can join uh, Justin and myself in motivating yourself as you get uh, Owen into your workout regiment. Again, try
0: Owen O W Y N. Only what you need. All right, we've got some uh, Stanley Cup final news before Game One at 7 p.m. this evening. Braden Point is in for the Lightning. Not Uh, Brandon Hagel looks like he will be a game time decision. They're not sure on his status yet. Interesting. Darcy Kemper was in the starters' crease for the Avalanche in their morning skate today. So Kemper in, Point in, TBD on uh, Braden on Brandon Hagel. No news on Nazem Kadri yet either. Doesn't look like he'll be in. He did not skate. Nor did uh, Andrew Cogliano. So, okay. Um, that's where we're at injury wise. Place if your you... points
2: bet bets accordingly.
0: By the way, they added Steven Samkos. Yes. Uh, to the Con Smythe. If you caught the show yesterday, he was not showing up on the Con Smythe list for points bet. He was, la- at last check, plus 1,000.
2: Plus 1,000.
1: To win the Con Smythe. It's pretty good odds. It's not, not bad. No. Definitely not bad. He's definitely got a shot. If he has a big series in the Lightning win, uh, you almost kind of have to give it to him. Uh, Braden Point coming back is huge. Even if he's Big only seventy five percent of Brayden Point, that's still pretty darn good hockey yeah. player. Uh, Nazem Kadri not playing hurts the Avalanche. They need a player like him to match up with a guy like Pat Maroon and, and those guys. Yeah. And um, Darcy Kemper hasn't played for a while, and it's a goalie that's been bat- battling vision issues. So, yeah, not uh, it's, it's not ideal. But uh, we'll see how that goes. That twelve day layoff for the Avs is.
2: Yeah, tonight we'll, we'll see if we'll they see how are that first period goes if it's if it's rusty at all. But um,
1: which means Kale McCarr scoring 18 seconds into the game. That's fine. That's <laughs> so yeah. what's gonna let's, happen. Let's do that. Uh, yeah. You know, there was that stuff heading in the round two because they had the sweep and they had to wait they for the, the, the Blues to finish and then they would then they score like in the opening minute of the game one of that series. So I believe so, yeah. Um, Will be interesting. Brandon Hagel. That's I haven't heard anything about him. Did he stub his magnificent beard? Yeah, not sure. Brandon Hagel, a hell of a manly beard. I got to say that. That's yeah, impressive. It's they haven't seen, seen opportunity. the playoff beard here in Chicago, and his playoff beard debut is is stellar. Well pretty pretty done. Good. That's a pretty man good. that that knows how to grow some facial hair. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's why we were able to get that second first round pick. Yeah, Tampa. that's true. <laughs>
0: Have you seen that the facial air potential? Yeah, damn it's sold. <laughs> uh, we've been running a poll on CHGO Blackhawk since we established a Cup final, uh, Stanley Cup final. Who you got? You guys want to take a stab
1: at what the percentages might be? This is It is, uh, It is absolutely I, not.
2: It's ABS are favored and a. It's up there. Is it, a, is it a very nice
0: percentage? No, it's higher than nice. Oh, or wow. Better than nice. Better than nice. Uh, 72. 72.7% are picking wow. the Avalanche to beat the Lightning. We must have a lot of our DNVR
1: <laughs> friends checking yeah. in oh, and, so and, and yeah. It's a good skewing point. Skewing those numbers. skewing the votes a little bit. But, uh, I think a lot of that is just people are tired of seeing the... Lightning win. Of they course, somebody different. And anytime, I get, I get that. Yeah, I don't,
2: are people tired of seeing the Lightning win, or are people excited about the Avalanche? Man. A little bit of both, I think.
1: Probably a little yeah. column A, little column B. And I, I, mean, I, can't, I can't
2: say I'm like, I'm like, ugh, like exhausted of the Lightning. I mean, but the they're fun to watch. The but Avalanche
1: are a fun team. It makes yeah. it easier to see something different. If it was, you know. Last year when it was the Canadians, were you, I mean, they were a good story, but were you like, oh, God, that's a fun team to see? Or the Dallas Stars two years ago was kind of, eh. you know, if Yeah. It, if it was the St. Louis Blues, it, God well, forbid. Jesus, I mean, if it was that, Blues that Lightning. That would be I'm, the other way. It'd be 98% yeah. Lightning, 2%. If it was
2: Blues Lightning, I'd, I'd be down in Tampa with Hulk Hogan. Hell yeah, brother. <laughs> get, get my Bolts jersey on.
1: Yeah, no. Uh, I, speaking of the points bet, I did place two bets. Uh, if you check out allchgo.com, we put up our, uh, our Prediction. predictions posts. A yep. little little uh, uh, recap of what we talked about in yesterday's show that you can listen in the archives. Uh, I was the only one on this panel that picked the Lightning the win in seven, so I think the Lightning are stealing Game One tonight. Stealing it. Um, and I, I I went with on points bet. I took the money line at plus 135 for the Lightning, and then I also picked. Uh, Palat as an anytime goal scorer. Ooh, he's like it. he's oh, that's a, a good, that, that's a good pick. Uh, and that was, I think, at, uh, 170 plus 175. Plus 5? 175. That's might good odds. higher yeah. than that. I'll have to recheck that. But it was good odds, and that guy Four seems steps. to score big goals in big games. So that's what I'm rolling with. I, I, I still think the Lightning are going to win. It's going to be a seven-game series. I just think the Lightning, until you beat them, I can't not pick them. I was listening
0: to Elliot Friedman and Jeff Merrick on the 32 Thoughts podcast, and uh, Merrick said, anytime I pick a game seven, it means I have no idea who's going to win. <laughs> that's, 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 I, I very much resemble those remarks, yeah, because I'm like, um, uh, Avalanche in seven, because I really have no idea who's going to win and how it's, it's going to yeah. go. So I'm just going to say in seven and hope that it, <laughs> it's a great series, which I, I think we're pretty much guaranteed an awesome series. You never know. The Battle of Florida was a huge flop that we were all really looking forward to. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, this one know, but feels like it's going to be these, freaking these aren't
1: These aren't the Panthers. <laughs> like, this is the Avalanche. This is a different beast. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They got kind of con- con, uh, contrasting styles a little bit. Should be fun. You know, the, the the you can make all the cliches you want. The master and the student, all that stuff. <laughs> it's going to be great. I, I can't wait for this series to start. Uh, if anybody is coming to my trivia night tonight in Mount Greenwood, uh, I am going to apologize in advance for being super distracted because I will be watching <laughs> the game. And then during whistles, I'll read some questions to you guys. There you go, yeah. Well,
0: I love that. See, the, people know. They know what they're getting when they go to a Greg Boyson trivia night. Um, all right, so tomorrow is Throwback Thursday, a very special Throwback Thursday. It is Steve Larmer's birthday, so we're going to dedicate Throwback Thursday to Steve Larmer. we we'll are also recap Game 1 of the stanley cup final we want to remind you make sure you're subscribed on your favorite podcast app apple Podcasts, spotify Pocket Casts, stitcher wherever you consume podcasts make sure you go to the chgo blackhawks podcast and all the chgo podcasts hit that subscribe button turn on those notifications so you know as soon as an episode is out if you want to leave a five-star review on Apple Podcasts, that would be absolutely wonderful. would be much wonderful. appreciated. Those things are like gold. Uh, we could really use your help in that department, so feel free. It takes 30 <laughs> seconds to hit five stars and say, great hockey talk, thanks, something like that. Real, <laughs> real easy, but it goes a long way. And, of course, go to our YouTube channel, like and subscribe to that. Anytime you see us go live, hit that like button, and uh, turn on the notifications there as well so you don't miss any. Of our great CHGO shows. We've got the White Sox crew in here. We've got the Fire Crew in here. Everybody's ready to go. The Chicago
2: Fire Crew, not the
0: Chicago Fire yes. Department. The Chicago <laughs> Fire as I'm representing that podcast today. Yeah. With my it's newest shirt. CHGO shirt. I love this it's one. A good shirt. Great colors. Uh, all the CHGO shirts are awesome, honestly. Fantastic. Uh so yeah, make sure you join us tomorrow for throwback also, Thursday. W- also yeah. wanna
2: say, uh might be tomorrow, might be Friday. But we are efforting to get uh, Blackhawks prospect Jalen Lipin on the show. Uh, he's with the Edmonton Oil Kings and the WHL. Just won the WHL championship. Champion. Champion. And uh, heading to the uh, Memorial Cup in St. John, New Brunswick. So we're trying to get him. It'll... Potentially be tomorrow or Friday. Sweet. Well,
1: that'll Good be deal. super, super fun. I have to start practicing the light pin then because I, I, I've got too much Harry Potter in me and I want to call him Lupin. Light, Lupin. <laughs> Lipin. Like <laughs> Snipen Lipin, I believe.
2: Snipin' Lipin. The, there uh, you go. We've I given you is your is the nickname. I believe it's the nickname, yeah.
1: There it is. So. Put it on a shirt.
0: There you go. All right. Well, we appreciate everybody joining in. We'll talk to you on Thursday for Throwback Thursday on a CHGO Blackhawks podcast.